this week on the Community Spendcast, the Asharia SMP has gone live, and it's turned out to be one of the greatest and most exciting events we've ever launched to this date. For those that don't know, the Asharia SMP is the latest of our limited time modded SMPs. For the next two months only, this server is live, and when the final event ends with our server, we launch the next mod pack a week after using an entirely new and different mod pack. On this episode, we talk about the features that have turned this into one of the greatest servers we have ever launched, as well as we get into some of the exciting plans that are in motion for some of our upcoming events planned within the server. If you love modded Minecraft or just love SMPs in general, then this might be something that you're going to want to check out. If you want to join in on the conversation and catch this podcast live, you can do so every Monday at 8 p.m. Mountain Time on the Spontaneous Discord server. And if you want to send in any of your own questions, you can do so live by sending in an email to spontaneous at gmail.com. Hey everybody, how's it going? The Asharia SMP is now live. And like I was mentioning just uh, briefly here before we started, there's a lot of stuff that's happened unintentionally with how we've set up the Asharia SMP. And because of that, it's turned out far better than I think we ever could have imagined. I haven't had a chance to sit down and talk with Sigma about this yet, with some of the things that I really like. Uh, and I, I'm sure we're going to have, we might have a, some varying opinions on a couple parts of it. But for the most part, oof. Well, like, okay, okay. the first first thing that was a complete surprise is I originally picked, we're using the mod pack, um, What it's mine shafts and dungeons. I believe is that that I think that's the one right uh sorry mine shafts and monsters the light version of it which is this mod pack that's supposed to be about um kind of you know lots of different random generated locations there's tons of unique items a lot of things you can't get from building you've got to go and find and collect them which is really cool it it, it it's based it adds a lot of exploration elements to minecraft but what we didn't know is that there's a mod pack called mine uh oh shoot what what was it what, what's it called uh mine colonies so mine colonies is a huge part of the mod pack and what it does is the mod pack takes the basic uh the basic idea of kind of like this almost like a city builder where you've got citizens that you build structures for and you give them jobs and then these these jobs uh allow them to uh, allows the city to flourish and to continue to grow for example for for the most part like you start out the town and you build a builder hut and then you the builder assembles it it tells you what resources you need to get for it so you put all that together and then the builder hut's done and so now it can start doing other projects where you set up other buildings where you've got like a uh a, like a tree cutter and a, and a miner and a uh, a farmer and a chef so that the the woodcutter and the miner will go and they'll start Got like the the miner actually goes and mines down under the ground based on the type of tool he has um like a stone tool will go down i think it's like 20 blocks and start like digging actual mine shafts all the way around and then if you give them like diamond it'll dig farther down and start digging mine shafts all around and then the uh the woodcutter will go and just collect just start cutting down all the trees it can find around it and it'll replant saplings that it has in its inventory in the places where it cuts down the trees or you can set it up to specific areas and so they're gathering wood they're gathering resources that go and uh so they and they store it in their own little huts and then once later on you can build this it's kind of like a there's like a storage building then there's also this collector uh that'll go around and it'll it'll go and it'll pick up all the items from the different 
jobs and then it'll go and place it in the storage and then when another worker requires something it'll say hey i need this and then that worker will go to the warehouse pick up what's needed and go and deliver to the person so the miner will be mining away uses up all the pickaxes and goes all right i'm out of pickaxes i need one so then the the miner or the the collector i don't remember what the job's called um they go to the warehouse grab some pickaxes go and take it to the miner if there's no pickaxes in the warehouse then it'll queue up to the blacksmith hey I need some pickaxes. So the blacksmith will go, okay, I've got all the sticks I need, but I don't have any stone. I need some stones. So then the collector will go and take the stone to the blacksmith so that they can make the pickaxes. And then those will be delivered to the different jobs. So as you unlock more and more jobs, it becomes this kind of like autonomous kind of thing that you slowly build up and grow. And it's so cool because while they're all going and doing their work, uh, every day their hunger level goes down so you've got to go and make sure that they have food and the easiest way to do that is to have a, a farmer grow food and then it gets picked up by the collector and then when the at the restaurant the chef when it needs food it'll be like hey i need these to make this stuff so then it'll go get made and then when a far when a villager a citizen gets hungry they'll go and they'll collect the food but then it's also got other stuff on top of this where you can build um like you can build a university and then inside that you'll have people that work at it so that you can research other things to be able to build so that you can get like a carpenter or uh, so that the carpenter can start crafting automatically crafting different things so that if the builder's like, oh man, I need like, I need like 30 uh planks and or, or like uh 30 slabs and 20 stairs then uh and there's nothing in the storage then the word the woodcraft will be able to to say like okay bring me the wood i'll make that and it it starts to build up and then you've also got uh like um as your town once you have more than 10 people in your town there's a chance your town can get raided just like how villages can get raided um when you enter in with a um like with the banner but with the with your with your mine colony it can just happen at different times once it's big enough so you've got to make sure you've got your military set you got to have guards you got to have stuff you got to make sure they're set up to be able to go and patrol places uh you got to make sure they're fed they've got equipment if they don't have equipment you know and then if you don't and you don't have a blacksmith then you've got to deliver the stuff to them and it just keeps growing and building and building and building and the idea of mine colonies i think is absolutely incredible oh hey black Luov, i just saw your message hello it's good to see you sorry i'm getting really into this so it's just there's so many cool things that mine colonies adds to the table but what this mod pack has done is it's added in a whole bunch of unique items now too so when you're going exploring a dungeon you'll find this this like this fancy bow that has this effect on it where that when you fire a shot uh, it has a chance, it's to, like when it hits something, it automatically will damage another mob within a certain radius from it. There's other ones where you'll load a crossbow and when you go to fire it, there it'll have like a couple, it's enchanted to have like a couple extra shots. There could be a chest plate that you have that increases your attacks, but there are tons of all these different things, but you can't craft any of these items. You have to go and find them. But some of these items are more powerful than others. And the way they've dealt with this is they have a fame system attached to it. So you have to have a certain amount of fame before you can equip better weapons. But the way that you increase your fame is by having a bigger village. So you've got to go and increase your village by having more citizens. And then by and then you need to support more things because of that. So you'll have to increase the infrastructure more for the for the whole city and because you've got more people the raids could be bigger so you got to make sure you have other guards and it's 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 just so cool how everything in this mod pack has been tied together and it's absolutely blown me away especially just with the the intertwining of all these different mods like there are 
a ton of different magic mods in this game that you can't like you can start normally you'd be able to start by crafting a specific item but all the crafting recipes are gone and the only way to unlock the crafting recipe is to or and the only way to get started is to either increase mine colonies enough so that you can build one of these like tier five buildings that gives you that has someone that can create this magic book or go and find one in a dungeon and the other option is that is to go and collect the items needed to summon this big powerful boss that you can defeat so that you can then gain the knowledge from it to craft these different things and so there's all these different mechanics playing around in it but and and it's all turned out absolutely incredible what i'm ex but what i'm excited about the most and i think really makes the asharia smp really really special is we've limited the world side world size to 2000 by 2000 blocks so the world's not very big there are four dimensions so there is a space for people to do things and build things and that's fine but because our world is small we don't there's a lot of generation like structures that get generated that uh won't we won't have access to or we'll only be able to go through once so that means a lot of these magic items that can't be crafted they're limited now so now when someone goes through a dungeon and they find this breastplate that uh sure it's like a little bit better than iron armor but it, and it has some sort of enchanted effect that could very well be the only piece of armor in the entire server that is that piece because it the chance of it subs spawning in another one of the the chests when it gets opened it's 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 possible that it never will so it means all these magic items that the players are now going and collecting they've got to decide okay do i want to use this right now or do i want to hold on to it because there's a good chance that we could use up every magic item or special item in the game if we don't have the ability to to enchant it with mending or things like that so they could be gone and it adds this this really I don't know I think it's I think it's really exciting because one of the things I want to do in this now because of that is I want to create kind of like this magic item auction something that players can come to and they can be like okay I've got these magic items I'm I know for sure that there's only one of these nobody else has found one of these you know this one we've got a couple of them but yeah here's what I've got and then they can trade for other magic items they could try and barter for other things and it it, it kind of it makes this I don't know I just I like the idea of the limited amount of uh, magic items but kind of going back to what I was talking about with the the limited stuff as well is I we found so there is fire and ice uh, the fire and ice mod is in here and it's there's also the Greek mod that adds a bunch of the Greek gods and some of their locations and there's another mod that's tied in a bunch of that stuff together so there's a lot of the old kind of like uh, mythological creatures like Medusa and the Hydra I believe and there's a couple others that are all mo uh, creatures that can spawn in the world but they generally spawn within a specific structure or they need specific items to be able to spawn it but these items you have to go and find and because our world size is limited and you know, some of these things you can't craft it means that there's a chance that you'll own some a player will find one of these and they'll be the only ones that get to go and experience it. like for example um troublemaker on the server today found the structure that houses medusa and he went in and he slayed medusa and he got medusa's head and he got this achievement thing where it was like you, you know slayed one of six mythical creatures it could be the only mythical creature on the server in, in within our 2k border who knows but it's very it's most likely that that's the only medusa head the server will ever have and he's got it in his possession now and i i just ah it's just the idea of that is so exciting because there's so many different fun things that we can do with it now 
right? Like if we go to have some sort of arena battle where people decide to battle each other and uh, so we can see who's like the, the most powerful person. You know, most people coming in, they're going to have their own unique items, things that nobody else has. And it's it's just it's it just it excites me beyond belief just because because of the limited world and the way these mod packs are set up. You know, this is an experience where we're playing through this mod pack in a way that I don't even if we did this mod pack again, it would be impossible for us to have the same experience because the items are going to be different. Um, the, the structures could be different. And there's no way we'll be able to to complete everything. We don't even know how far we'll be able to get because there's there's some things. So the final progression of this mod pack, if we were to play it normally, would be to go and go to the end and kill the Ender Dragon. But how it's different with this is the normal Ender Portal is gone, and instead the Ender Portal is inside this Illager Fortress where there's tons of almost like Bastion-like size, uh, like the size of the Bastions in the Nether. There's like four or five of those kinds of things surrounding the fortress. And it's just full of Illagers, and you've got to go in, fight your way into the middle so you can go and clear the stuff for the portal. But then on the portal, you're not using Eyes of Ender anymore. There's eight different unique eye orbs that you have to collect. I think there's three of them you craft. There's two of them that you have, two or three of them you have to find inside different dungeons. There's a couple other that you have to get by summoning a different boss to defeat it so that it drops it as an item. We don't know if we'll even be able to get all of these to complete this. And it, it, it's just another thing that just adds this excitement where it's just like, who knows what we're going to be able to do, where we're going to be able to get. And it just, I haven't been this excited to play in a modded server or, or any sort of like multiplayer thing like this in a very long time. The other thing that's really cool that's been upgraded for us from the last server is the last server where the Vassant Rising SMP was very anarchy themed where this one I we wanted to kind of move away from that and mine colonies has helped out a lot where with mine colonies when you go and build your town center like 16 chunks all the in every direction all the way around of you is all claimed and it means it's yours so it's all protected so creeper explosions can't destroy stuff there's a lot of spells and abilities that do these massive explosions or destroy blocks and those can't affect that stuff uh, but it's also got this really intricate system where I can have a player come and they want to join my colony. I can be like, okay, well, I trust them enough that I'll let them come in. They can interact with some stuff and I can go in and I can adjust all the permissions so they can open chests. They can't pray. They can't place or break blocks. They can't place buildings, but they can pick up and, and uh, drop loot. Uh, and the, like, the, there's a lot of really intricate settings you can go into. So you can have it set up. So you've got like your main people, a part of your colony where they're like, you're the people that are helping you build the people helping set up. Then you've got other people that are just kind of like, you know, the, the, the citizens, you know, they're a part of the colony. They, they kind of do their own thing. Um, they have their own permission levels so they can go to interact with certain stuff, but then you can also have enemies or people that are just completely neutral. And if your enemies with somebody, then it means if you're an, if you set your, if you're a colony leader, and you set another colony and you and another colony leader set each other as enemies it makes it so that your villages can go and like assault each other and there's just there's a lot of really cool things you can do with that but the big thing is we have the protection now that we didn't have in the last server so we can all build these beautiful magnificent things and we don't have to worry about them being destroyed there's a couple mobs that have the ability to destroy things but that, but there's other things we can like. For example, I I'm the I believe I'm the only person so far in the server to unlock the ability to build interdiction torches. So I've got this great thing that I can do that people have to rely on me for right now, which are these torches that you place on the ground and any mob, 
Yeah, all mobs can't come within 13 or 12 or 13 blocks of the interdiction torch. So it means I have something I can place and put around my town so that it keeps the mobs out, keeps things safe. So I've got a safe haven now that any player can come by and be a part of. They have to go and kill enough mobs themselves before they can go and uh, place the interdiction torches. But I'm hoping there's a lot of things like this in different sections of the mod pack that are going to make it so that people can specialize in different areas and some people will be able to craft and build things and interact with certain mods that other people won't be able to and it, it it's frustrating as that is it's also kind of cool because there's there's like a there's like four or five different magic mods or magic mod packs each one with its own types of spells and crafting things and to be able to start each one of them you need to get the first basic item and you can't craft like normally you'd be able to craft the book it would activate it you'd be able to good to go but in this one you've got to find the item right so we may never get to some of these magic mods whereas one person might find the book they need for the maho whatever something that's called magic one where it allows them to go and cut themselves with a special dagger and then draw a blood circle on the ground and then add these different powder dust components to create the foundations of these spells or someone else could go and get like the r's there's one that's inspired by r's magica where they get this book and it lets them go and customize these different spells to the like a very intricately as well so that and as you upgrade it you can add new things to it where uh, like at the very beginning you only have four different things you can do whether it's a touch or range and whether or not it does damage or it breaks a block so they get to go through and make all these really custom fancy spells that could be like a, a touch thing where they they touch a character and it starts to heal them passively or they touch another character and it'll it'll do damage to them or they have this ranged bolt that'll go and like it'll go and hit a block and break it and if it's a if it's or it'll auto smelt it like there's so many different things they can do with that as well and there's a couple other magic mods to do with like these dark uh, abilities and powers uh, that kind of related to that um, actually look very related to that inside the mod pack as well there are a ton there's this kind of like this system in place where there's a bunch of different factions there's the illagers there's the villagers there is an ender faction and I believe there is another one kind of based off of this bloodborne looking kind of thing and different things you do will gain uh, will have you increase and lose favor with these different factions so in the beginning of the mod pack when you go into a town like a village there there's guards that'll attack you on site and you have to kill enough illagers to be able to go and have it so that the guards favor you and then you have to kill or won't attack you and then you have to kill more of them so that the villagers will be like okay we trust you enough and we'll start trading with you whereas if you go and kill villagers enough and stuff like that then the illagers will start to be like okay cool you know you're one of us we're not going to attack you anymore and there's there's just so many ridiculous and cool things to do with that and some of the mods require killing enough villagers to be able to unlock the ability to 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 participate in certain magic mods and doing that means that you're you're not really going to you're going to have a harder time trading with villagers and it's just there's so many incredible things uh Wolfie, to do that i can share the link here we do have an application process for it uh i can share actually if you go into the announcements on the discord actually here i'll just i'm looking at it right now i'll grab the link for you uh we have the sharia smp discord i'll throw that down here in the command center for you uh, if anybody's listening to the podcast i'll throw it in the podcast notes um inside there you'll find the application process so if you go through that not everybody's been accepted so far i mean we would like to accept everybody but we're looking for specific uh, we're looking for people that are interested not in the com like the the completion of the mod pack we're not looking for overly aggressive people we're looking for people that want to participate in a world and kind of like tell a story with everyone else that's kind of our end goal um so 
uh, you'll find the information in there. If you don't get accepted, we'll tell you why. You'll be able to. There's unlimited amount of retries to apply to it, so uh, you don't you don't have to worry about anything like that. Uh, so uh, yeah, go through the process. The only thing is, this mod pack it's a little bit more heavy duty. It requires at least four gigabytes of RAM on your computer. So before you go to apply, go to CurseForge and look up uh, mine shafts and monsters the light version of the mod <coughs> and download that and see if you can even run it first. That's the best suggestion I can give you so far. But so yeah, we got a limited world, which is exciting. The, the mods only going to run for this server is only going to run for two months and then we'll start the next one after that. And so we'll see where things kind of go from there. Um, yeah, I don't think two months is going to be long enough to get through everything, which is kind of sucky, but at the same time, it makes it exciting because we don't really know how far we'll get or what uh, what all we'll be able to do with it. So, yeah, the only the big event so far on the server is that the beginning of the mod pack was rough, right? There's a ton of different mods or mobs. And so nights in the server, like when the when the because we disabled the ability to sleep. Um because uh, if if you could sleep then during the people who were playing on off hours and everybody else by themselves there's a lot of stuff they'd be able to kind of speed through uh so we wanted to have we wanted the uh the we wanted to have it so people had to play the day and night um but yeah the nights are rough because there's tons of different mobs that spawn there's a ton of them you don't get the you don't get the vanilla mobs really i think i've seen maybe two or three normal spiders i haven't seen a single regular zombie i think one or two regular endermen but there's i think there's six or seven different types of endermen that can spawn now they're all a part of the enderman faction there are a bunch of bloodborne and uh mo mobs that'll spawn that'll spawn there's also i think three or four different kinds of zombies some of them are mutated um there's this one that almost looks like the hulk cross with the zombie it's a real pain to deal with there's also this weird creeper which where it's like it's a massive creeper with four like four gigantic legs it's probably five times the size of a regular person in minecraft when you kill it, it lets out this huge explosion. There's also this Enderman with like massively elongated limbs that when it dies, it like spews out all these different like uh, magical like Ender like particles that explode all around it. And yeah, there's just tons of all these different monsters. And on top of them being the regular form, sometimes they'll have different abilities like dodge or um, the plague where anything that comes within a certain radius of it just automatically is poisoned. So it makes it makes things really difficult. But we finally got, so my, I started, I was able to get a colony started. I think three or four players reside within my colony right now. Sigma got his own colony started. Uh, he's got himself and another player residing in his colony. And then Overpowered Peaches actually just began to build his colony tonight. So we got a couple locations starting up. And what's neat is all, by chance, all three of our colonies kind of started in the same area. So we're all relatively close to each other. Almost dead center in the middle of the map. Which makes things kind of exciting, so we'll uh, we'll see what uh, we'll see what goes on with all that. But yeah, that's where we are with the Asharia SMP. I'm hoping this Thursday we'll be able to I'll be able to be far enough in that we can do our first magic item auction, or at least kind of open up the doors for that, so people can come in and if they don't have magic items or yeah, if they don't have magic items yet, they can they can come in and try and barter and trade for some. Or if they if they have some that they don't want or or want to trade some others for some new ones, then they have the ability to do that. 
and then the plans to find ways to be able to repair all the ones and kind of maintain them so we can hopefully keep these magic items kind of sticking around with us instead of because i i know there's some magic items that have already broken and gone and we may never see them again which some of them are really cool which it kind of sucks and it's kind of disappointing but uh yeah i'm really hoping we take this limited kind of thing from this mod like that we've incorporated with this mod pack and then continue with that kind of idea in the next servers to come because i i really like the idea of not being able to complete the mod pack but not really knowing how we're not going to be able to complete it so that there's certain areas and things that we we will be able to do but some that we won't and because the server's limit like the mod pack or the server's limited amount of time before we move to the next one it kind of makes it i think a situ a, a situation where the, this kind of thing is acceptable for most people it's definitely going to be weird for some people. Like, there's some people we've had to turn away from the... Uh, and we've had to, to deny their applications just because they really made it clear that, you know, they were here for the mod pack and to, to complete it. And that was the, their, the most important thing. And we kept trying to explain, like, look, no, that's not going to be something that's possible. And, uh, yeah, man. Oh, guys. This is, oh. <laughs> that's all I'm going to be doing for this next week at least and then I'll probably get back into some more of the regular different kinds of content I've got a couple adventure maps I'm really excited to do starting next week but this week it's all all the Asharia SMP I'm probably going to be streaming a, a bunch more than I usually do too probably a morning stream have lunch stream again in the afternoon because I've got most of my stuff ready to go for editing for Friday's video so that'll be good to go because originally fr last Friday was originally going to be um, I don't know if you guys have heard of a streamer called Oh no, I feel like a terrible person. Oh no, uh, Glovy. Uh, Glovy was a person I met online through. I think I raided her once, and she had amazing vibes from her stream. It was it was a lot of fun for what, the stuff she was doing. But she has this theme for her stream where uh, I think I've talked about this last week on the 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 on our Discord stage. But the theme for her stream is when she was a really young child her parents were killed in front of her eyes and what killed her parents was an axolotl the axolotl carrying a knife killed her parents in cold blood and it was at that moment that glovy vowed the destruction of all axolotl life and so her her streams are themed around killing axolotls to be able to gain more power and i thought that was really cool and it was a lot of fun so i put together a research facility in my minecraft realm so that we could go and study the most uh study acts yeah study them and f do perform experiments and discover the mo and figure out what the most satisfying way to kill an axolotl was so we went through for a little over an hour you know killing axolotls in different ways through my research facility to be able to find which one was the most satisfying and uh, it was pretty exciting to see which one was. So that that video was originally going to come out this last week, but with the transition from the last mod or the, from the Vasant Rising SMP to this one, we tried to do it all in one week, and that was a bad idea. So a lot of things got pushed back. But now, uh, now that video is coming out this Friday, I'm really excited for it. And uh, yeah, there's a few lore things apparently in the works already in Ashari SMP, which is frightening because it's only been going for one day, but. Apparently, so I've been told some of the stuff kind of involves me, but I, nobody's told me what it is yet, so I don't know what their plan is for it. So I'm kind of excited to see how that stuff begins to unfold. In terms of a long-term story for the Ashari SMP from myself, I don't know if I have any... I don't really have any plans for that yet. 
I know I want to get, like, I've, I mean, I've said it a bunch of times. I want to get the magic item auction set up because I think that'll be really fun. It'll be a neat way to interact with things. And then with that, I'm kind of hoping that we can set up, because of the way that protection is set up with mine colonies, I can build a structure or a building and we can have it as almost like a museum or like a, um, a, a structure that houses all these different magic items and puts them on display so people can look at them. And uh, to kind of, I'm hoping to be able to set up where it's kind of like, yeah, look at all the stuff I've got. <laughs> so we'll see how that goes. I think that'll be really fun. But yeah, the, um, the interactions with everybody else, I think is going to be my, the, the most exciting part for me. So yeah, I, I, oh, I, I was trying to, if you guys have any ideas for a name of like a medieval sounding city. Please let me know because I've been I've been racking my brain trying to come up with something really good for the main town that I'm uh, the mayor of soon to be king. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I've been racking my brain with some different ideas and I haven't come up with anything I'm sold on yet. So if you guys come up with anything good, please, please fire it my direction. And uh, if I like it, we'll name someone after we'll name someone in the village after you. Oh, yeah, because that's the thing. You can name all the different villagers. You can throw a name tag on like they all have their own unique names, but we can name them after everybody. And oh, OK, the most the most frustrating part of Mine Colonies mod. Is that during the night, your villagers stop working, they go back to their home or their bed and wherever it is that they their house is and they rest, which is fine. But then in the, during the day, they'll go back out to work. But if it ever starts raining, the the workers, I think 90% of the job, or actually 95% of the jobs, I think there's only, I think only guards and the, and the, uh, whatever the guy's job is called that works at the graveyard. Those are the only two people that go about and continue their jobs. Everybody else just goes home or goes and grabs some food from the restaurant and that's it. So there's been a couple times where we've had a bunch of problems, right? The mobs get in. We finally clear things up. We've had to reset up our builder, get everything ready to go. And then we're finally ready to start construction again. And the sun is just coming and peeking up over the corner. And all of our villagers, they walk out of the houses like, all right, off to work. And then it starts raining. And they're like, okay, never mind. And then just go back in. And so then all the progress is gone. And then the rain lasts the whole day into the night and then into a little bit of the next day. And then finally the rain stops, but then there's not enough time for them to finish what it is that we want them to do. And then it's just an whole another day wasted of the villagers working. It's just really cool. So. <sighs> yeah, that's all I've really got today. If there's anything you guys want to talk about, Anything going on in your guys' lives that's exciting? Any new hobbies or fantastic animes you guys have been watching? Now's your time to really talk about it. Because uh, if not, I'm pretty much good to wrap this up. I know, I think I, I mentioned this at the beginning. I'm Typically, I've always been really big into subs versus dubs because i just i found that a lot of the time i just feel like dubs just have a hard time getting a voice that fits and i know it's not always their fault because a lot of the time with dubs what they have to do is like dubbing uh, voice acting is really hard because you're given lines you're supposed to say but then you're supposed to say it within the lip flaps of the of another language and a lot of the times what another language could say something where in their language it's like 14 words but then in our language it's three or four so then they've got to find a way to be able to either lengthen the sentence or find things to to fit in it or it could be the complete opposite where it's like three words for them and it could be 10 for us so they got to find a way to be able to get all the words inside the lip flap 
and get it to get like the syllables and the way that the words are said to match with the opening and closing of the mouth. It's just, it's rough. So because of that, I've always preferred watching shows in their own language. And, uh, but, the, but I was really surprised with Sword Art Online. The main characters, the voices are really good, especially the first two main characters you meet in the show. I don't remember. It's the guy with the, the, he's got like the red cape jacket thing. Uh, he's, he kind of like comes up from time to time throughout the show. And then Kirito. I really like the voice actors they chose for them. There's a couple other side characters that show up temporarily where I'm just kind of like, all right, you know, whatever. It's not terrible, but it's not fantastic. But yeah, it's, I'm, I'm really into it. I'm, I'm four episodes in. My plan's to watch an episode every couple days, kind of like treat it as if it's a new show coming out. And so that way it kind of gives me something to be excited for coming up every couple days because Demon Slayer is almost over. We got one episode left. It's going to be a 45 minute episode. And my God, was this last season incredible. The fights were so cool. The way they pushed the combat and all the different ups and downs of are we going to win? Are we going to lose? What's going to happen? It was so incredible. And hey, buddy. Oh, buddy, you've got a bone. Oh, do you want me to move this stuff so you can go sit down? There you go, buddy. Now you can go sit down. It was raining a little while ago, so it's really slippery outside. So we don't want to take him up to the dog park. So they gave him a frozen bone and he's just decided to let me smell the raw meat. Mmm, delicious. Thanks, buddy. I appreciate that. As he stands here beside me, he's not even sitting down. The bone's just laying on the ground and he's chewing on it. Oh, buddy, you're a good boy. Yeah, I think guys, I'm gonna wrap this up here. It's a bit shorter of an shorter of a of a of the the weekly thing. Normally we try to go for an hour, but I'm not gonna push this out. Plus, I really just want to go play the Shari SMP, so that's what I'm gonna go do. <laughs> Thank you so much for hanging out. I hope you guys have a fantastic rest of your week. And uh, yeah, I will uh, catch you guys around and talk to you later. Yeah, nonsensical. Have yourself a good night too. Goodbye, everybody. And that's another episode. Thanks for hanging out this far. And if you want to catch more of my content, there's a link to my Discord in the podcast episode notes. And if you want to catch this podcast live, you can do so at 8 p.m. Mountain Time every Monday. We're hanging out talking in our Discord server. You can also find me on youtube.com slash spontaneous with weekly uploads on Fridays, as well as I'm live on twitch.tv slash spontaneous every Monday to Thursday, 8 a.m. Mountain Time to around 10 a.m. Sometimes even a little longer. Depends on what we're doing. 